everybody, my name is Esteban, and I'm here with Martin Alther. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about Martin's story of transformation. Hey, Martin, how's it going? Hey, I'm fine. Thank you. It's great to talk again to you this week. Awesome. Awesome. So let's get right into it. I'd like to, to just dive right into the topic. Uh, let's talk about transformation and what got you into the work of transformation. Uh, that's actually a pretty pretty good question, and, and it was also a tough moment um, that time when I came into it, because I was dealing actually with with jewels. Um, I had a jewelry business. I did wholesale and retail, and that time I decided to do so because um, I wanted to build a family and wanted to have children, etc. Right, and so mm -hmm. I was very much into it, and I said, okay. Now is the time, and we got a wonderful, beautiful boy, but when he was two years old, he had almost three years old, he had a very hard disease, and we thought, oh, that's a dangerous one. We went to hospital, and in the hospital, that the, 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 the doctor was taking us, was, was asking a few questions, and suddenly he said, yeah, I have to check with the, at the supervisor, and he disappeared, and he disappeared for an hour, and he disappeared for two hours. And I got nervous, you could imagine, because when you are in this situation, waiting, and you realize the doctor is not coming back, you get the more the time runs, the more the feeling there is really something serious going on, right? Um, so how how was your wife responding to all this too? Because you, you're going through all of this, right? All these emotions of uncertainty. And also, I'm sure your wife is going through it too, right? Oh, yes, absolutely. And But she was like, oh, come on, it's it's all good. Um, they just have a lot of things to do. And sure, there is nothing really more serious. She tried actually to, to calm me down because I was really kind of nervous. And yeah. I, I was already that time very much um, clear about intuition. And I felt my intuition was trying to tell me something. But somehow her, her words brought me really down. And um, then she she brought me actually to the point that I was very relaxed. But then the door opened. And when the door opened, five doctors came into the room. Oh, wow. And then I knew again, Whoa. <laughs> you can imagine my feeling really started again to come up. And, and I was unfortunately right. And the... the, the senior, senior doctor was then talking to us. He said, listen, um, we have to tell you something very serious. And we don't know if your son is going to turn 20. Wow. And that was the moment where just the ground opened and I came into a free fall. Mm. And in that time, having this free fall, it was like, it was like um, I'm losing everything. I'm losing control over myself, control over life, control over everything. And I started to fight with everything. Like I was fighting with God. Why me? Why us? Why our child? Why, 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 why? And I was, was getting really in a, in a deeper depression. And um, it was it was horrible, and I, I just can I just can say I was so grateful when I landed on ground. Means when I touched ground, 
I suddenly realized, oh, I have to say yes to death. And mm. and that that thought, I have to say yes to death, brought me to, oh, now I can say yes to life equally. And that was a powerful experience. But the most powerful experience I had in that moment that I transformed within a blink of an eye. Mm. Suddenly I was empowered. My depression was like, flown away. I was suddenly powerful and I was not asking anymore, why me? Why us? Why why this? Suddenly I was really on that spot where I could say, of course us, because we are the best to give our child the best time. Doesn't matter how long it takes or how long it will be, how long he will live. Doesn't matter. We just give him the best time and we are the best ones to provide that for him. Yes. Now, when, when you were falling down and, and, and going into this I guess, I don't know if it would be depression or, or this dark space, right? How long did it take you to hit the ground, right? Because that was heavy news, right? Did it happen in, in, a, in, in a day, in a week? Was it months? It How was a few months? months. It was months. It okay. was a few months. It was, and I also could not get out without any help, right? I mean, I, I had to, to accept and surrender one day and say, okay, I need help. I really need help. And and I got help and I got good help. And that is why I could touch ground. That was actually the reason why I could touch ground. Otherwise, I would have just stayed in that status of f falling and falling. And I don't know where it would have led if I would not have taken help. Okay. Okay. So, so you, I, got, you got some help, right? And, and how about, I, I, you know, this was not just happening to you, but it was happening to your partner, right? So to your wife. Uh, did you guys get help together or did you have to deal with this separately? That was already that time very interesting that she was kind of a personal a personality structure who who pretended to be very strong. Mm. Pretended not in the sense doing bad, but in the sense I'm um, just being strong and, and holding the, the vessel. And, and and trying to, to move just through it, push through it. And of course, she also took from time to time some help, but um, she was not the one who was in that free fall. So she could also kind of trying to, to support me to get back on track. But as we found out and as we felt after a while that that is not enough, I really, really need somebody for, for deeper help. And and so it happened that I got this help and then I could touch ground and have this blink of an eye transformation. And this blink of an eye transformation was actually the thing that made me super curious because I realized, wow, if that is possible, that you can with one thought, with one breakthrough, if you want so, transform your life completely. That is powerful. And so I got very interested into psychology, psychological um, terms, in, in, in psychological methods, in, in all that. And I started to, to, to read and do, you know, when you get really excited about something, you do everything to, to, to get it on like a sponge, right? And, right. and I even started to, to study um, applied psychology. And, and on this process... Um, then also having more more um, education and also in, in, in therapy methods, etc. Um, 
because I wanted to learn from the from the from the founders. So I, I every time took care that I really get the founder like in constellation work. I was working with Bert Hellinger and and so on. I was I was really getting to the founders because I wanted to see are there other methods doing the same fast transformation. And every wow. time I was kind of like disappointed a bit because because it was not delivering what I really wanted to to have this transformation I have had experience. So I was looking for it forward and forward and forward and forward, but could not find it. Okay. Okay. So it sounds like you were searching and, and through your searching, right? Um, how did you come about to where you are now? Because I know you've helped, I, I think you've helped thousands of people, right? I think last time you counted, you said it was about 5,000 people that you've helped have a transformation over all these years, right? Yeah, it's so, about five, eight, five thousand eight hundred people in one-on-one settings, and uh, thousands in in workshops and and in in seminars. How I came there was actually um, the next um, epiphany in my life. Um, it was like that. I, of course, by by learning so much, I started to feel in my gut feeling that I want to help people, and mm. and I I felt that is my true calling. That is why I'm born. And I opened that to my wife and said, hey, listen, um, I want to open a praxis. I want to apply now what I've learned. I want to give it forward to people. My calling is to help people. And she looked at me a bit puzzled and said, are you freaking crazy? And I hmm. said, what, if, what were you doing at the time before you came to, to this epiphany? How were you? What was your career, I guess, at the time? before you made the transition at that time i was uh, this jewelry um i was selling jewelry i had this this oh, that's story. right you told us about the jewelry yes yes and i and i was i was selling wholesaling and retailing but but by by learning all these methods i realized the jewelry that was just making money and this is what i really want to do and so i i this uh, i decided i I want to open a praxis. And as I opened it to her and said, hey, listen, I want to open a praxis. And she was so absolutely puzzled. She said, you know, we had this jewelry business and then we have this situation with our son. And now you are telling me that you want to go a new way. I cannot follow you on that pathway. Wow. And I said, what does that mean? I mean, what does it mean you cannot follow? She said, look, when you insist opening a praxis, then I want the divorce. Wow. That's heavy news. How did you handle that? I mean, it's, it had to, to, to be very disappointing, very, wow, very surprising. Was this, how, how did you handle that? Because imagine you, you just had a, your first epiphany, which was with your son, and you realized that uh, because of the son, I guess your son gave you a gift in a sense. And that gift was the gift of your calling. And now you're deciding to pursue your calling and your partner, your wife, who's supposed to be there for you is telling you, if you do this, she gave you an ultimatum. How, how did you handle that? I mean, how can you handle something you cannot handle, right? <laughs> That's great. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, I mean, that time I was, I mean, I was sh- broke down again. And um, mm. it was... I guess I could I could say like that. I never experienced it, but I can um, imagine if you get get a head headshot, it must feel the same. It was like knockout. 
Oh my goodness. You know, it was it was really like that because my heart was my heart was striving so much and urging me so much to go that way, opening a praxis. And um the the person you love tells you she wants to divorce if you do that. So I mm. had to take that heavy decision. Either I follow my calling or I follow somebody else's life idea. Wow. And there I had to decide, and I decided to say, I follow my calling. Wow. And I told her, listen, it is my calling, it's my urge, and if that is your last word, then I have to take your word and we have to divorce. Okay. And that's what happened. So we divorced, and a few months later, she and our son moved out, and... Um, I mean, the process of divorce was then longer, but she and my and, and our son moved out, and and then I came back to this empty apartment, and it's like if you if you would see somebody without a heart, that is like an apartment without the family, right? Yeah, I and, can relate. So, and yes. and I felt so I felt so so sad, and um, I was sitting at the kitchen table and was just thinking about what all happened and why it happened and started to cry of course because it was it was heavy and then in in that very moment i suddenly had this thought that was insisting to come through and saying everybody creates his reality consciously or unconsciously but everybody created because i i learned that from from all these these techniques and methods and somebody there said it once a teacher she was doing a lot of energy work and she told me that and she said mm. everybody creates his reality either conscious or unconscious but everyone creates it and that sentence in that very moment i was sitting there in my strongest moment of emotion there i suddenly saw like systems and techniques coming together it was like suddenly things started to make in a different aspect sense and mm. I saw suddenly systems and techniques like that has to do that has to go that way and that has to go that way. So I started to take a paper and a pen and started to write down and write down and write down and felt I was writing maybe half an hour, but it was for sure four or five hours. I was just writing, writing systems and techniques. And at the end, I had in my hands what I call nowadays the self-transformation code. Wow. And with that, I ran to my mentor the next day and I said, hey, listen, look what I wrote here. Try it on me. Apply it to me. And, and she did that. And we had immediate transformation, fast transformation in a second, in an instant, every time. And then I said, next day, I come again. We try it again. She said, okay. And I get again there. And again, we had transformation and I could grow immensely fast. And I could open the praxis and after a few weeks, I had already senior doctors coming to me asking for help because they heard that I have created something that seems to be powerful. Wow. And of course, I was super frightened when I heard that they are coming because, I mean, I, who was I? I mean, I was, just, I was just a guy trying to figure out fast transformation and it seemed I found it. So I started to work and the practice filled quite fast. And then the rest is story. I mean, the rest is how it was. And that is why I'm nowadays here, had worked with 
over 5,000 people in one-on-ones and had worked with thousands in seminars and, and yeah, and, and workshops. That is my story. Man, that's incredible. Martin, thank you so much for sharing your story, man. I, I mean, I still have a lot of questions that we're going to cover, obviously, on the podcast, because I want to know what was revealed to you, you know, but that's for another day. Uh, but that that's incredible, man. So, so, but so you use that experience of, I guess, in a sense, the abandonment of your wife, right? Going into an empty home was maybe some sort of a trigger that helped you just unleash everything that you learned. Cause I guess you didn't want to go back into darkness. You just, it's it almost like light just came from you. So, yeah, it was, it was like that actually. I mean, nowadays, looking back to that time, I'm eternally grateful for these heavy moments because mm. these heavy moments, they shaped me and my life. They led me fast to my, to my purpose, to my higher purpose. They mm. led me to doing what I'm born for. Okay. And, and, for that, I'm eternally grateful. And here I maybe have also to say something about my son. Um, after many, many years, him also suffering and, and being often in hospitals and taking a lot of heavy medications, um, we found the possibility to heal him completely means that over these almost um, 12 years, he had this sickness here in Zurich, a hospital um, was researching about this genetic failure or defect he had. Mm-hmm. And, and they, they found out a method to make transplantations of the stem cells um, in a way that is like um, cutting an appendix. And they say the risk is the same little that happens something to him. Um, like like in an appendix operation, but to do it is of course a way more heavy invasive thing, and right. it will be tough for him for <clears throat> excuse me for a while. But but it was the this opportunity that he could change so easily in brackets or in exclamation marks. Um, he he chose that way and he said, I want this treat and we did it. And nowadays he is um, 22 and um, is living his life to the fullest and can live it like a normal teenager. And I mean, twin now, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. but yeah. He, he did Young it when, when he was 14. So um, it is like um, he was then after that really a normal teenager and could grow into being a young adult now with everything everybody else has as well as possibility health-wise and of course also mental and so he's very happy he has done his apprenticeship he's successfully um um in in a good business now and and doing a, a good life in a good way good for him man that's awesome that's a beautiful story yeah that that's great man yeah i was wondering because i didn't know if you know what happened to your son you know at the end of that so i'm glad you told our our listeners and told me about it. That's great, man. That is a beautiful story. Well, for those of you listening, thank you so much for listening to this episode. We're going to be doing more episodes like this, uh, where Martin is going to share uh, his teachings, his frameworks of transformation. 
So Martin, thank you so much for sharing your story with us today. And I look forward to learning more from you as we continue all of our episodes together. You know.